Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hi, Steve. Hello, Peter. How are you? It's a good day to be speaking with you today. It is a very good day to be speaking to you, Pete. You can tell by the jubilance in our voice. Andy isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> we get to talk. We miss him. We do. And his is our thing. Mostly, what we're going to do today is uh, is this is going to be a follow up on last week's show, and we're going to try and re rank under the cherry moon right up the ranks today. <laughs> we uh, no no re ranking. I am no. I am pretty excited. No re ranking today, but I am pretty excited about my new strategy, which is pro under the cherry moon all the time. Just an ideological stance. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be trying to get that one up. Like, you guys are trying to get 2001 up fine. I have picked my horse you can, you in this can, particular you, sure. race. You, you can. That, that'll be interesting. <laughs> and then another five years when we come back for the big global re-rank of everything again, they'll be like, why is this here? How did it get it? I can't wait. Steve, our children's children will come back for their re-ranking of everything that has been done on this show. And they will still be fighting the Under the Cherry Moon 2001. How did that get above all the president's men? I don't understand it. <laughs> Let's do the patented next reel uh, uh, coronavirus sanity check. Coronavirus please. sanity check. It's uh, it's yeah. going pretty good. We had, it's an emotional week. Uh, my wife had her birthday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, my youngest went to school to pick up her cap and gown that she doesn't get to wear, but it's already paid oh. for. So she's got it. <laughs> <laughs> so pick that Thanks, up. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> She recorded a little TikTok, oh. you know, you know, thing. And so it was, you know, but the the thing that really got her was when she picked that up, they also gave her the letter that she wrote to herself at the beginning of freshman year. So and did it say beware the coronavirus <laughs> in it at any point? Nothing about coronavirus, but it was, you know, that, that four year span. So you change so much over the course of high school. So some of it was yeah. bittersweet, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I liked those things. And. Oh yeah, so that was it's been a little emotional oh. roller coaster, but everybody's healthy. Um, you know, we're we're I don't think we've left the house. You know, like one or two things go out to get something, but everybody's good. Everybody can you know head to their room and close the door if we need space from each other. So yep. we've, we've got that. If we're just like no, I'm done, or go sit out in the backyard. I need to get some fresh air. So no, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, no injuries. No, no battles. Any of that. So we're, you know, we're on the cusp Mm. of having that level of complete freedom from disintegration of social norms. We're not quite there yet. We've still got some buttons that can be pushed in the the younger ranks that that do cause some issues sure <laughs> uh, but this the the announcements were were hard i think maybe i don't know if i don't want to speak for I don't, harder for me but uh just watching you know like you said watching the senior year just sort of fritter away yes oh uh, yeah it was hard getting the final letter where they said you know yeah you're not coming back ever we're just not we're just not <laughs> we're throwing in the towel yeah. <laughs> on this one and and i don't know how you did it but for us it's it's pass fail so if you were passing all of your courses yeah. On the day before all of classes were canceled, um, then you've passed your senior year and you're done. Congratulations. (laughs) See ya. And the teachers are sending emails to that effect. See ya. We're done. We've got a lot to learn and do, so we're not going to be checking on things about you anymore. Oh, wow. Um, So it's it's been uh, it's it's fascinating. 
to watch yeah. how, you know, I mean, well, you know, as an educator, yeah. how invested you have to be right now to learn a lot. Oh, there's, that there, there's so much. No, he, out here, a lot of the schools are going with whatever your grade was third quarter. That'll be your grade fourth quarter unless you improve it. So you can't, your grades can't get worse, but. You can't fall, right? Yeah. But if if, if you good. if you that were if you had like a D in a class, you can get that back up to a C or a B. You can work yeah. your way up there if you're willing to put in the time. So there's some effort going in there. So we've got a couple of classes that working on improving some things. So we're we're yeah, we're, yeah the, right. the pass fail thing. Yeah, I I think um, some friends up at like NAU Northern Arizona University they've said yeah it's all just pass fail. So for kids that are we're fine. They're just like, oh, okay, I'm not even going to show up to class anymore. Why? Yeah. Why bother? Which yeah. is a, a bit of a problem because you know, there's something about, at least my own personal philosophy, if I get on my soapbox here about extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation and school of mm-hmm. you're not you're not taking this class just to get an A, to get a GPA, to do something. You're actually going to learn something. You're going to gain some skills and knowledge. Isn't that why you're in this class? Right? Really? Hopefully? Yeah, I hate yeah. coming and confronting yeah. <laughs> the exact opposite energy there. Yes. Especially when I'm at the head of the class. I'll never forget those experiences when I'm teaching in graduate school. Yeah. And people are taking my class to fulfill a credit right. or to fulfill a, an obligation for their MBA in accounting, but they have to take my marketing class. <laughs> and they tell me to my face, yeah, your class, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> just weep. Yes. Oh. Uh, the, the worst thing, just to, to just a little button, my, my daughter's last day, official day of class, because the day before the governor had announced that we were going to that we were canceling school. The next day we had long scheduled her wisdom teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> so the last day that she would have seen her friends yeah. at school, she was out getting her wisdom teeth out. So that's the last uh. thing. It's just like crushing, <laughs> opening this gaping <laughs> hole in my chest. I didn't call you out on it last week. The platform. Did you finish the platform? Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, Steve? I, I haven't posted a review of it yet but i i think i think i'm pretty sure i read your review and it was brief and let me see yeah small budget limited sets sci-fi ish elements and a story embedded with religious symbols and themes it's like this movie was made for me i think we are on the very same page and it may just eke out an extra half star that it's stealing from somewhere else naturally i found myself kind of addicted to the movie once I finished it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it was one of those things where I really would imagine like when I would I would serve dinner to the family and I would bring <laughs> plates to the table and I would bring them straight down, right? Yes, Just over their heads. Straight, straight down. down. <laughs> Here, this is it. This is your portion. That's all you yeah. need for today. That's it. It was it was a an incredibly refreshing way to revisit a lot of the really contemporary political issues that we're dealing with, that we're seeing play out oh, yeah. in the media, the class issues. The, I mean, it's just these horrific stuff. And the incredibly dynamic kind of one-room set movies yes. that I just yeah. adore. Yeah. So this mashup was super compelling for me. I really want to do a, a series that that captures this and Cube and, you know, whatever else we can find. Saw, uh, I don't know. Uh, but it was 
It was delightful. Oh, good. So, good. yes, thank you for following yeah, up on that. I, I recommend this movie for people like there us. There you go. Because you said you were going to we, go straight yeah. from here to watch that and you need yep. to hold you accountable. I made good. You made good. All right. I made good. I need to post a review on it. Andy got on me the other day because I, st- <laughs> I, I had that little rush. And then, you know, I'm also me. And, you know. <laughs> I know. <I'll, laughs> what are you gonna do? No, it's the same. I was looking at my letterbox and I saw, oh, because when I go watch stuff for like film board or trailer rewind, mm-hmm. I don't want to put my review in there to be like a spoiler before the show posts. And then I never come back around to it because I'm like, I know yep. I saw this. This was a film board. Why is there no review in there? I, I saw yesterday, yeah. just you know, recently. Why is there no review? Oh, yeah, because I was gonna come back to it after and just never do. So if I you never when did. I'm at home, if I watch it, I as soon as I finish watching, open up the laptop, letterbox, boom, there it is. So see, that is my number one feature request for yesterday. As long as they have this diary feature, I want to be able to pre-schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that would be yeah. amazing. Space and luxury go hand in hand. Indeed, the first three letters of space spell spa. Some would say that's a linguistic coincidence, but Herman Judd believes it's corporate kismet, which is why Herman Judd put a spa hotel in space. Uh, we've picked up a new show. And it is not a show that I would have imagined sitting down to watch. It it is Avenue Five. <laughs> Do you know about this? Y- yes, because oddly enough, I had just watched. No, it was okay. The week before that premiered on HBO, I had watched Aniara for Trailer Rewind, which is about a ship that's on its way from one planet to another that gets knocked off course and is lost. And so I'd watch that. And then I'm watching my wife and I are watching the first episode of Avenue 5. And she's like, is this like the comedy remake of Aniara? What is this thing? Let me correct her on one point. It's not always a comedy remake of Aniara. (laughs) No, we we finished Avenue 5 and loved it. Loved it. Yes. It is so weird, my feelings about the show. I can't say, I mean, you know, massive fan of Armando Iannucci. Massive fan of his style of humor. And Hugh Laurie, what are you going to do? I mean, he's incredible. The cast is amazing. Josh Gad, uh, Zach Woods, as... (laughs) I don't know how to describe... Jack Woods as a nihilist uh, cruise manager. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's exceptional. He's absolutely exceptional. This this whole cast, but but Himesh Patel is in it yes. as the saddest stand up comedian, <laughs> literally at this point in the universe. Yes, <laughs> and and so this show has like it is enrapturing. Like I find it. We I watch an episode every night. I don't want to watch more because I think it'll be depressing. And uh, I, but I also can't avoid a night and i'm it's going to end at this rate tomorrow night yeah and it may i am i find myself really sad like it's i'm really weirdly connected to this just incredibly stupid journey that they're on (laughs) well i just love how they they've picked up the you know the growing cloud of debris around the ship that's (laughs) oh oh starts with just one or two things and then just keeps growing and growing until it's just a, a little cloud <laughs> and then he lights it up with lasers and it makes it beautiful yes, again it it's just beautiful oh, yeah. it is it's and who who is it who plays the the woman uh is it on the ground ground control oh. Vitva, rav um yeah she's 
exceptional. Yes. And it induces my anxiety just every time <laughs> I watch her. Uh, she is amazing. Jazz. Is it jazz? Um, I, it's it's hard to see because her hair is not oh, that's triangular. True. Yes. But I, I believe, <laughs> I, and I'm I'm not sure that's her. Anyway, it, it's it is a it's a surprisingly great show, and it there are only nine episodes. And uh, if you if you have some patience with it, I think oh, yeah. I think that's the the thing. Have a little patience if you don't get the humor it, right away. Uh, give it two episodes. And, I've really enjoyed that. Everybody has that game that they fell in love with because they make an impact. Those games were somebody's legacy. Well, this is my legacy. Our legacy. Our legacy, whatever. It's not my legacy. So I took your recommendation and then went and just blazed through Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet. Tell me, come on, what'd you think? <laughs> I can't, I can't not... Everybody, I'm recommending this. I'm like, you have to watch this, particularly people that are like into gaming and things. Like, you have to see this show. You have to watch this. Yes. I won't tell you much oh. because I don't want to give away and ruin some of these jokes, but just go watch this thing. Oh. I'll, I, okay. Opinion. Hot take. I think whatever you think of episode one, yeah. episode two, I don't care. Watch through episode five. Oh, yes. It's transformational. Oh, yes. Yes, it's it is exceptional viewing, oh. and that one I think was written and directed by um, Rob McElhaney. Yes, uh, which was I mean it's just the whole oh, show. Yeah, but that the, the that episode alone just yeah, and it's it's not an hour long drama. These are like 20, no, no. 30, 30 minutes. And I thought they packed so much character, so much story into a little tiny half hour episode. I thought, oh. You don't see that on TV anymore. I mean, yeah. Introduce characters, go along a whole journey within 30 minutes and just gets you right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Dinner party. <laughs> right. You just the the fact that they came that's home to white supremacists. What are you going to do with that kind of humor? And they just nail yes. it. So highest. Oh, yeah. I'm so relieved, yes. Steve. I'm oh, yes. so relieved yeah. that that was a hit oh, yeah. uh, uh, around your place. Yes. That's fantastic. Uh, now, I, I do have in our notes, we're kicking something out to next week, but I just want to say I'm pre still pretty excited about holding Andy to his daughter's Quibi experiment. Uh, so that's definitely being moved to next week. Uh, Is there any, it, I mean, what's, what's the buzz out there about Quibi and the shows on there? Because I haven't seen much of anything. I saw in the trailers, there was, as I was looking for a trailer for today, there was one for a Anna Kendrick thing where it's dummy. Yes. Which in the, the article I read said, this uh, this this is something that looks like one of those you know ridiculous sketches from Thirty Rock, and I thought, oh, okay. What? <laughs> well, but don't worry, that? they've made a whole a whole feature <laughs> length film, film out of it that you can only watch in ten minute <laughs> yes. chunks. Oh, yeah, it sounds delightful. Yeah. The the thing that's hardest to believe is that they've actually paired Anna Kendrick and Donald Logue yeah. as love interests. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, talking sex doll, okay, but those right. two, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I don't like it here. Everybody's up to something. Hiding something. Everybody's got an angle. And everybody 
is guilty. What'd you think of this Perry Mason trailer and the new uh, HBO series? Well, so I don't know much about the original Perry Mason show. I mean, it was before my time. Wasn't something I watched. Yep. And then when Nick and Knight came around, it wasn't anything I was watching on there. But now it's on CBS All Access. You can catch up on all the old Perry Mason episodes. But I yep. was trying to find out some information about the original show. Like, what is what? Why do something like this? And I didn't know this was really the first like TV procedural, like, you know, before Law and Order. This was we would have no Law yeah. and Order if it wasn't for Barry Mason. If it wasn't for right. Barry Mason. That's exactly right. So, That's exactly yeah, so right. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what, you know, what's a, a new take on this. If this is a an origin story, what what are they? That's sort of what this this is. So I thought, OK. That's it. Yeah. So we we have uh, Raymond Burr yeah. was uh, the the Perry Mason, the older elder statesman, Perry right. Mason defense attorney. He's a master defense attorney. Well, what we get here is Matthew Rice, who is a, a down and out defense attorney. It's a period uh, show in 1932, and he is taking on. Uh, well, in this case, it it sounds like they're doing one case for this this sure. first season, um, but it is it's quote the case of a lifetime. Um, I am super fascinated by this. I think that the the show looks great, um, and I, what a wonderful place for him to land after the Americans. Yes, trailer looks no, it, it trailer drop. Yeah. Uh, who else was in it? There were a couple of. Um, couple of faces uh, in the faces yeah. in there that I thought were were interesting. Um uh, oh Tatiana Mazan. Oh that's right. Yes, of course. That's the one. So she found a place to land after uh Orphan Black. So uh two shows that I'm a big fan of. So I think this is this is going to be one that's worth watching. Do you want do, do you want to talk about uh Venom <laughs> the the dance Tom, the dirty dirty dance Tom Hardy's Instagram? Well this is always, this is the challenge for how do you you've got to do something to stand out when it comes to marketing and then you have to think oh well we're going to do something on social media so I'm not a follower of Tom Hardy's Insta Instagram, but apparently, you know, he posted a video of behind the scenes footage of the final fight from Venom where you've got uh, Tom Hardy and, and Riz Ahmed, you know, fighting, but there's no CG. So we're just sort of on the, the blue stage set there and they're moving around, touching arms, touching hands. <laughs> Hands <laughs> touching hands. Exactly. It doesn't look great, no, and it uh, it, but at least they don't have the the unitards on no. with the ping no. pong. That would make it take it to a it new would. level. And I thought, okay, this is one of these little sort of lost in the trenches of the internet thing that somebody you know yeah. snatched up and said, this is actually kind of funny because then you've got the dirty dancing music or whatever playing over it. Um, yeah, but yeah. It, I mean, really, it's just we're trying to keep I think they're trying to keep, you know, messaging out Venom 2 is coming. Venom 2 is coming. We don't know when it's going to be in theaters. We're working on this movie. Let's all get excited about the next Venom movie, which I'll be surprised to see how well that does, because the first one was wasn't bad, but it really felt like a throwback to the, you know, comic book movies of like the late 90s where yeah mm -hmm. it's doing a thing but it's not doing anything really great it's uh, i'll, I'll yeah. see where this one goes but it's just part of the the gears of of hollywood grinding out stuff into the internet 
<laughs> grinding out stuff into the yes, internet. Yes, I, I, I don't imagine Tom Hardy himself posted this to his Instagram. Remember how much fun high school used to be? You believe that was like 30 years ago? These kids, they can be sheltered. They're so hot and popular. You're like Justin Bieber if he wasn't like 100 years old. And clueless. Uh, last little bit, we've, we've got uh, some reboots, some more television reboots that I know your family, you and your family are very excited about. <laughs> Oh no, no, Come on, my, man! <laughs> no, Peacock, the, Peacock is hurting well, already. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So wait, is Peacock? Is that is it? Yeah, that's right, the new right, NBC but, Universal right. streaming. So service. that's right. that's out there live. I mean, I can do that. Yeah. Not, is it a subscription thing? I don't know anything about it. Is yeah. it? I have to pay for it. Or is it a free thing? Yeah, NBCU's direct to consumer. Right. Property. So they're they're digging they're digging into the well of of nostalgia because you're going to swing big swing in a familiar territory with reboots of and I get well the, and it's not really reboots and see this is what they call they call it reboots but for me a reboot would be we're going to do the same thing but with different people but this is really more like sort of the Fuller House thing of we're going to reboot it. So it's familiar, but we're going to bring back all these familiar faces. Mm -hmm. But the story structure plots are going to be the same. So to to do Saved by the Bell, and I I do have to, I mean, they they're very aware of what they're doing with Saved by the Bell, and to to bring back some familiar faces and to have them comment on the fact that oh it's been thirty years, but when you cast Mario Lopez, you know coming back as AC Slater, who of course would be the school's PE teacher. Uh, what else <laughs> would he do? But I, there's the part that they got me where he's got the two boys in his office and he's talking about when he was in high school and how he used to fight with his best friend over this girl. Oh yeah, that was your mom. And then, but I, I got over that by finding this other really hot girl and going after her. Oh wait, that was your mom. That was your mom. Yeah, yeah. it is. It, it is a love letter to cousin <laughs> yes, Oliver's everywhere, yes. right? I mean, it is just. Oh. Uh, you know, there. If you go to PeacockTV.com, you can see their their kind of line lineup coming up. I think it's funny that the I'm watching the animated GIF right uh, on on the front page, and it shows like they're taking back Thirty um, Rock and yeah. Saturday Night Live and all that. But the movies that they have popping up are like Moon. Rise Kingdom um, and Lost in Translation. What? Okay. And, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah. E.T. is popping up here now. Uh, the Care Bears is, is going to be a show oh, that course. they're uh, excited about. Uh, Real Housewives of Dallas. So, you know, I mean, it's it's what it's yes. the NBC properties and it is free, as they say, as a bird. <laughs> a premium plan for four ninety nine, oh, I assume. Right. No ads. Okay. And they're really leaning in on this peacock. Yeah. This is an actual photo of a real peacock, and you know, peacocks up close are shiny but not kind looking. No. <laughs> Those feet are dangerous weapons. Yes, they are. You you scroll too oh, far no. and you're looking at a velociraptor. <laughs> the is that the last bit of news we have for today? I mean, unless unless unless, unless we page. wanted to kick Disney while they're down a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead, they're worth a billion. Well, they're 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 worth many billions, but about half a billion less than Netflix right now, which. <laughs> 
baffled and surprised me because I thought, well, Netflix does streaming, but Disney does everything. Everything. I mean, they've got the merchandise, they've got the parks, they've got, I mean, everything. But somehow Netflix and their their stock price bumped up to 400 and something per share, and it set them about half a billion dollars ahead of, of Disney in their overall, you know, valuation here. So it's... It's uh, yeah. Take that, Disney. The, this is the race, yeah. the Apple Google race, yes. the Disney Netflix yeah. race. That this one surprises me. I think. More, oh yeah, more than uh, than the tech giants. That's that's bananas. yeah. I mean, well, and I thought, oh well, Netflix is inter. Well, no, Disney's international. Disney's exactly, international, right? So, in fact, Disney more is international. more international than Netflix, right? Exactly. But I guess it's again, this is how you know the stock market. It's all about speculation and value. And well, everybody, everybody's at home streaming Netflix. Nobody's going into the Disney parks. Nobody's going into the theaters to see the Disney movies. But Steve, but I know. Steve, what about Disney's stake <laughs> in Hulu? Doesn't that? I, I, them I the know. Top? I don't understand it either, because and this is what has completely always baffled me about Netflix's model if everyone becomes a subscriber if everybody on the planet is a subscriber they're at peak they they can't make any more money that's it Disney can always they could create more shows they could spend more money yeah. but once everybody's a subscriber you've maxed out your capitalism you cannot create more you can't have people buy more Netflix whereas Disney can always We've made every single movie. We're going to create more, and we're going to sell you more stuffed animals, and we're going to sell you more backpacks and everything. And there's always more to come back to. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. It is. It is getting harder to see what the next transition is. Yeah. Right? Is it because you know they they had the DV to, right. to streaming transition, right. and then there was a period where you'd have to pay a little bit more for for high def. Right. right? When they went to HD, yeah. uh, and now it's pretty much if they have it on 4K, 8K, whatever. <laughs> if you have a device, it'll right. get there. Um, and you know, I think they have the multi account yes. or multi screen yeah. plans. You pay a little bit more right. for, but it's hard to see what they could ask me to pay them more for now. Right. I'm pretty satisfied. I was not satisfied with DVDs. I was very much right. looking forward to cutting oh, yeah. that part out of my life. And so now, what's next? I, yeah, I'm not, the, uh, there's what's I'm what's the next it. iteration? Because right now. Yeah. All the content, the genie's out of the bottle. It's not like they're going to say, oh, you have to pay an extra couple of bucks a month for our original programming. You're like, right. oh, you want to watch State right, Stranger right. Things, you know, season four? You're going to have to pay an extra three bucks a month. You're going to have to no, be no, on the $18 right. no, plan. No, yeah. no, because people yeah. will, well, anytime they've raised their rate, there's always, you know, a cry and hue from the crowd of like, how dare you charge me an extra $2? You haven't raised your mm -hmm. rates in six years. Well, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. It's another two bucks, buddy. It's it's not going to break the bank. Uh, let's, I think we should uh, talk about trailers. We should talk you? about some trailers. Feels like we each picked the wrong we trailer. Pitch, we picked each other's trailers. Is that what happened? I think we I think we might have done that. Would you like to go yeah, first? I'll go first with of course I'll, you do. I you pick first, first. I'll go with my but this is still right in, in my my yeah, zone. No, but the story of a young NASA JPL scientist. I didn't get that from the trailer. I thought he was a high school kid. But he's abducted by extraterrestrials. When no one believes his story, he becomes obsessed with finding proof that leads him on a journey of discovery. You feel that? What's your name? Isaac. Cyprus. So, Isaac, can you tell us what happened that afternoon? 
A meteorite with smoke trailing behind it appeared over the skies of Los Angeles yesterday. Isaac, where you been? You got a minute? I want to show you something. You're saying this is real. Now, from the title, that description, and then the fact that it's written and directed by Eric Demusi, and it's a film. It's a Demusi original yes, or something that yes, he's got his yes, logo Demusi on it. Demusi pictures, all of that. I thought, oh, this is yeah. a guy. But the thing about Eric is he has a solid background in visual effects. So, well... Allegedly, because he's the digital artist that did uh, opening sequences for Stranger Things and Game of Thrones, uncredited. Because, I mean, where would you credit the digital artist that does your title sequences? There's no place. But Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, Justified. So background in in the whole effects thing. He's written and directed Mm -hmm. some shorts. So then as I watched the trailer, I was like, this, okay, this has a good look to it. I'm liking this, the story. The beats in the trailer put together well of you've seen something, you've experienced something. Uh, people aren't believing it's true, but is it is it in his head? What's going on? And it just pulled me in. I didn't see any familiar faces in this, which was another thing. And I thought either this trailer is really deceitful and is making this look a lot better than it is. Or this is going to be one of those like little small films I love discovering that, that tackles something really well and just runs with it. And that's what I'm hoping this is. Proximity coming May 15th, 2020. Yeah, I think it has a really unique look. That's certainly the thing that had me kind of going for it. And I and it has a little bit of a THX 1138 kind of yeah. throwback with the aliens. Oh, and the little, on the little white suits and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah, that, that felt like a that was a fond kind of um, uh, bit of nostalgia for me. So I think it's got, it, it certainly has an, an interesting look. It could also turn stupid super oh, yes. fast. That, everything in the trailer is the first 20 minutes. Did I, did I mention the aliens on <laughs> yes. bikes? Like, it, 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 it could oh, be. Yes, it yeah. could be. That's all the good stuff uh, in the first 20 minutes. And then we've got a whole different story yeah. that we're, we're hiding from you where things go off the rails. But this yeah. main actor, uh, what you say his name was? Uh, I didn't say. Well, Ryan, anyway, yeah, Ryan Masson. Ryan Masson. Yeah. Uh, he looks yeah. great in the part. He and uh, he's somebody who's who who seems to fit the bill. Right? He looks like a scared <laughs> young scientist. Yes, uh, I bought yeah. that. Um, so I, I think it's. Uh, I think it might be worth a, a late yeah, night viewing. Exactly. I'm cur- color me yes. curious. Agreed. Uh, All right, sir. So uh, th- I did not intend to do this movie to pick this trailer the same day that they apparently did an imdb takeover oh is that (laughs) yeah i go to i go to imdb and it's like the first thing that's right on that that was not my i was i thought i was picking like oh it's kind of an underdog trailer this week it's not an underdog trailer it's all over but i'll tell you it 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 is all over. It's a remake of, I think it was 1983. Is it a remake? uh, film it is a remake uh apparently of valley girl okay uh, remember the days when we would make movies about the valley and we'd be making fun of the people yeah. there? And now now we're making movies about the valley and we're making fun of ourselves? Like, that's... Yes. When did that happen? I don't know. I was... Uh, yeah. This... 
this movie has, uh, I, I feel like there's there was some controversy about this movie, first of all. Let me tell oh. you that. Uh, it was originally a theatrical release. It got pushed back right when Logan Paul, who is in right. this movie, uh, decided oh. to do his stunt uh, and it got, all of his advertising got pulled and everybody, nobody knew what to do with this movie. And so it got rescheduled and pushed around. They brought it back, but for a theatrical release, but now obviously it's not getting a theatrical release. It's coming direct to digital. So it's another one of those that, that's getting kicked. It, I would not have looked at this movie at all had it not been for uh, our protagonist, Julie, played by Jessica Roth, who I adore in Happy uh, Death Day. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so I think that uh, this is going to be one that is uh, by gum uh, worth checking out. It is tongue-in-cheek look at uh, these kids and their parents in the valley and uh, it's full of all of the clothes and the color and the nostalgia and it could be super stupid but it also has a young cast that i'm really excited to see on screen together peyton list may whitman chloe bennett and alicia silverstone as yes. the as the older julie i think it's it is told as a flashback as far as i can get from the casting yes so alicia silverstone well, is actually playing yeah. the older jessica Roth. Uh, Right. Yes. So and that's what that's the moment I loved in the trailer where, you know, you've got the daughter that comes home, whatever. So mom's going to tell a story. And so we get this flashback or we get this whole like musical number in the mall. And her daughter's like, wait, you were like dancing dancing and singing in the fountain. And she's like, well, that's the way I remember it. And I thought, okay, I love that device for this of this is the whole nostalgia factor of Everything was perfect and magical back when we were younger, and that's the way the story is going to yeah. be told. So it gives us a, a reason for doing this wacky Technicolor musical version of the '80s. Yeah, right. uh, so I, lo- I love that approach to tell this. And I I wondered based on the title, I thought, oh, they, this must be a remake. But then I thought, no, the original's not a musical. The music, the original's not oh. quirky, fun like this. So. I'm wondering how much of, you know, it, it's just in name only and the fact that it's a love story with a guy from, you know, wrong side of the tracks type of thing. Hey, so. come on. Just tell me what happened tonight. Zach and I broke up. Oh, my God, sweetie. I'm no, so don't, don't, don't do any of that. We just have no idea what I'm going through. You'd be surprised. I'll tell you a story. See the people walking down the street. They don't know where they want to go. You were singing and dancing on a fountain. That's how I remember it. Where should we go now? We go over the hill to Hollywood. I don't know what to make of a lot of the credited uh, crew, but I will say that uh, Rachel Lee Goldenberg is directing this, and uh, she was a producer on Between Two Ferns and oh, uh, okay. a director on The Mindy Project. Great. Uh, I did not see yeah. A Deadly Adoption, which is the other known for credit for her. Uh, she's got a, a <laughs> lot of other miniseries like TV credits. So this uh, um, this is is one that would be, um, you know, stepping out for a feature for her recently. Yeah. Amy Talkington is the uh, writer behind this one. And my goodness, she got the 
she got picked for Little Fires Everywhere, which uh, if oh, you wow. read that book, like that ap- adaptation is bound to be fascinating. I haven't seen it yet. I don't I actually don't know if it dropped yet. It's a, I think it's a Hulu uh, or an HBO original miniseries, but that that's going to be one worth looking at. And that right. is kind of her big thing right now. So um, really great set of work. Did I, did I say when? I think it was May 8th. Yeah, some uh, sometime soon. So I'm assuming direct yeah. to streaming, yep. right? That's right. Direct yep. to streaming, so, okay. and uh, so we should be able to see it. Uh, I I don't know if they're going to do yeah. the yeah May eighth in the USA. It drops. Uh, I don't know uh, if we're going to be. It's going to be a one of those twenty dollar things, or if we're just going to go straight right. to the six ninety nine. But uh, we were. But the, this is one that would. Uh, it would be. This is one that would play well in my uh-huh. house. Yeah, uh-huh. but the but the the ladies would love this. It's a cute little rom com story, and then with the eighties nostalgia music, all that. Yeah, would be a big hit here. Yeah, so agreed. Looking forward. All right. Yes. Uh, what do you want to do now? Re-ranks, Let's re-ranks re-rank some movies. Under the chair. Oh, we- oh wait. <laughs> no. Uh, what do we have on our list no. for this week? How would we do that? We did stuff about movies. Oh, is it the bottom? Uh, we did. Code names, quiet performances, and elaborate traps. Because this was um, this was Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. That's right. So that's and it, and the it was a resounding yes for quiet performances. What did you? How did you pick your movies with this one? Did you do all silent wanna... films? <laughs> it's the artist, the artist, and the artist. <laughs> I was trying to, well, I was trying to figure out, because I thought it was like, when it was quiet performances, I was thinking like, really like, calm, understated performances, but it's really hard to like, search for those of like, I'm scrolling through this, <laughs> I'm like, well, it's not something that's going to stand out, it's not like a scenery chewing, you know, performance where it's like, oh, Gary Oldman, of course, yeah. you know, no, it's the the quiet, understated, so I, I, tried to balance that out of well are there characters that you know don't talk a lot okay i can maybe find stuff like that you characters know, that communicate a lot through a little through a little yes so that that's challenging because i i tried to think and it i came up with a list so well that's good we should talk about that not, we should we should probably talk about it but there's i, I wasn't like oh i'm going to do all silent movies yeah. or all you know or movies with no dialogue mm-hmm. at all, where you know there, there's there's things out there, but it was a bit of a challenge. So I went with, I guess, characters. I guess it ended up being characters that don't speak much, okay. and a lot of the performance comes out of physicality of things that happen. And there's there's different reasons why these characters don't have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Well, why, why don't you give us your first pick? It's time. Okay. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I was struggling to come up with some backups because I thought if Andy's here, I'm like, I, I some of these are going to get, at least one of these is going to get taken right away. So I, I put a, a ringer in there that I thought, okay, no one will take this one, right? So we'll see. <laughs> okay. But that's that's on the backup. We'll see if, I, if there's a steal. So I'm going to start with a film that I just stumbled across on Netflix several years ago, and it is... A very visually powerful film, and again, not a lot of dialogue because we're we're just following a a, a character who has really no name. He's he, in the credits. He's known as One Eye. And this is Mads Mikkelsen in Valhalla Rising, which is sort of a mythic 
origin tale for Odin, I think. But it, there's not a lot of dialogue to tell you what goes on because it's just like Viking guys and they may grunt at each other and gesture at each other about things or they're mumbling a lot. But it's a it's an hour and a half, but it feels much longer. Not that that's a bad thing, but just the pacing of this tells a big story of this guy who basically is captured during combat. He escapes, joins this group of Vikings and they're they're traveling on over the ocean or the river or something like that, but he doesn't really have a lot to say, but it was, it's a movie that just stuck with me very visually in terms of his performance as well. Of you, you know exactly what he's feeling, what's going on with very few words. Nicholas, oh, Wendy, is, Nicholas Winding Refn film. And yes, that, uh, I haven't seen it, but I, uh, it, it came up tonight uh, because I was looking at Tom Hardy performances <laughs> <laughs> and there and he did bronson and so uh oh, yeah you, oh yes so yeah. I, th- oh. that's not a quiet performance by the way no. that's, i didn't <laughs> tom take hardy that. doesn't do tom hardy doesn't <laughs> no, do quiet performances <laughs> quiet no. performance yeah. uh that's a fascinating pick i need to put that on the list mm-hmm. valhalla rising all right well my first one um i'm gonna go i'll go with the the most troublesome uh pick that i that i have for the list and that is uh it's it's a movie that i i have a very difficult time actually watching i've only seen it once um and i i won't i won't go back to it uh it is it's a a denny villeneuve film Uh, and it's called polytechnic not seen that. Yeah, it was uh, I think 2009, yeah. and it's a story okay. of the the Polytechnic um, uh, massacre, where this uh, crazy, um, very disturbed misogynist takes a rifle, t- takes a gun to oh, okay. to a school and kills a bunch of women, and it's horrible. Um, the the protagonist in the movie, the, it is really from his perspective, and I think that's one of the reasons that the movie is so. Um, um, controversial uh because it it's from him we get this this the sort of a monologue in the beginning as he's cleaning up his house he's also writing his kind of his letter because he knows he's committing suicide by police and okay. and um uh, the the actor Maxime Godet is just incredible it is in it is one of the most incredible performances that I really never want to see again. Um, okay. and, uh, he's he's just in a, a world of hurt and uh, is is really powerfully sort of invited to demonstrate that on this film. It's shot in black and white out of respect for the the survivors and the parents uh, be, to not show any blood. That the black and white experience is uh, haunting, uh, as you can imagine. Okay. Uh, there is so much of this character that he exudes in just pain, and uh, that that I think is uh, it, it makes the film uh, certainly provocative. And um, you know, it's it's. It's not one to watch if you don't want to deal with more of this stuff that we have in schools all the time right now. That's a real reality. So that's it's not great. But the performance is one that immediately jumped out to me that that that's um, it's a grotesque of the theme. Okay, so it's probably one that I I mean, I would love to jump into Denny's work again, but I just finished the whole Vengeance trilogy. Yeah. Last night, so I I really don't need more right, right. <laughs> of that type of stuff right now. Well, you don't so, you don't have any other Denny's yeah. on your list, do you? 
No, I don't have any. Right. So I was I was going to use this as a chance to talk Blade Runner twenty nine because I searched our oh. archives and we've talked about Blade Runner twenty forty nine a lot, but it's never made it onto a list. Even though we've done the movie, oh. there are some great stoic performances in that movie. And so, oh, but but I, well, I went back with Polytechnic. you could just say well you could just say Ryan Gosling and watch exactly. him sit there and yeah. emote right, right? right. yes. So all right. Oh, the other okay. the other cool thing about Polytechnic and I I, did, yeah. I saw it in French, but it's one of those that was shot in French and English at the same time, and so oh, I've never okay. seen the. English version of it. I saw it in French subtitled, and uh, I I don't know if it would be. I, I don't really want to see it, but you should know that if you are interested in this movie, it it should be the available two. in two versions. So there you go. Okay, so then I I don't have to be the typical American complaining about. Oh, it's in subtitles. We don't I have to read, read movies. One star. <laughs> I was going to put that on a shirt with the Amazon smile. We just talked about this. Oh, yeah. I had a whole plan. Yes. And then what happened? Merch, come Merch, on. I, I just, I stopped <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> so, okay. you know, inertia. <laughs> inertia. That's a great idea. Oh, it's the next yeah. morning. Oh, okay. no. Out of yeah, steam. No. What's your yeah. next one? Okay. So another film with a character that doesn't speak much and doesn't have a name as well. And this one, I didn't realize this, but this is a uh, 2013 Jonathan Glazer, Scarlett Johansson as the female in Under the Skin. And it's a steal. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I and did I not know if you'd seen that one. I cannot believe that that one is not on our list. No, we, no one has picked it. We have talked about it. No one's ever picked it. But everyone's ever picked that for a, well. Where would you put that? That's that's, that's one question. of the things. Yeah, no, that is a that's one of those films where I kept I'd heard great things and it's got some great visuals that I'd seen like in the trailer and all that. And then I was along for this ride, and then it just kept going and getting stranger and stranger. And then the end happens, and I thought, <laughs> I what's going on? This is amazing. Yeah, that's what I I I think about sometimes when I'm trying to go to sleep. I just put I have I heard that line, <laughs> come to me. Uh, just over and over on headphones, and it puts me right to sleep. It's so calm. It's so go. calming. So calming. <laughs> uh, well, right, my sir. second pick, uh, since I can't do that one, that was a bona fide steal, like number two. Seriously, already in the notes because I thought surely Steve won't pick that. Is uh, you know, I this is one that I came too late. I didn't want to see it in the theater. I thought it looked like a snooze. Um, and then I don't know. Andy started doing another series of this guy, and I thought I can't, I can't not have seen this by the time he gets here. Uh, and so I, I did all is lost. Ah, okay. And okay. old Robbie Redford, little Robbie Redford, sure did make something of himself, don't you think? There's a guy. Yes, he did. With chops, even when it's just him acting against a boat. Uh, he's able to be just handsome and fantastic. So uh, I, I did not find it as much as a snooze as I thought I would. Uh, I actually quite enjoyed it. I think he did a great job. Uh, it's it's not a movie I'm going to watch all the time, but right. uh, in terms of old men and boat movies, right at the top. Let's <laughs> see. It's it's been on my list, and it was on Hulu for a long yep. time. And I said I'm going to sit down and watch this. Oh, it's like eight yeah. thirty. If I start this, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be awake much longer. Yeah. True. So, okay. Speaking of little Robbie Redford, as I was going back to Perry Mason, I there was a there's a video on YouTube from CBS All Access about how Perry Mason, the show, created the you know crime procedural. And there's clips, and they talk about you know this is this long running show, and they had you know 
guest actors because it was, you know, very episodic and each episode stood alone. And episode one of season four, there's a clip. There's good old Robert Red, very young looking Robert Redford on the stand as a witness. And I thought... Has he been around forever? No, he, has, since, he has really been around forever. Since moving since movie started. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's been there. Yeah. Wow. He, he yeah. really, he crosses many generations. Yes, uh, he does. Uh, I, uh, um, my last movie, my last, is this my last pick? Do I, do I get to do my last pick first? Well, Steve, we spent so much time talking about Robert Redford that <laughs> I went ahead and assumed that was your pick. Just Robert Redford. Robert Redford? No. Because <laughs> he's always he's so always quiet. so quiet. No. Yeah, please. So go I'm, ahead. And, no. No, okay, you. Okay, because, well, okay, because it's probably going to be a steal. I'm, I'm, how can it not be a steal? Because when you talk about quiet performances, when an actress gets an Academy Award for playing a character that doesn't speak much, I mean, other than voiceover narration in the piano, that's going to be my number one pick for quiet performances. Okay. We're going to do Holly Hunter then. <laughs> Steve. Okay, fine. All right, let me just write that down. And now let me go to the backup. You piece of... I have to go back to one that I had in my head that I didn't even write down because I thought, surely I'm not going to get there. Then I, <laughs> two steals. Two steals back if to Andy, back. If, I can't and believe if Andy it. Was here, you'd and have, not you'd only have that, nothing. I've been thinking about the piano so much, I've been in there playing it on my own piano. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, and so I need to pick instead. Oh, I've got one that'd be perfect Stop. for your number you one. Just one shut of, up. One, nobody, one, one of my backups. Literally nobody is asking you right now because I'm the only one here and nobody cares about your next pick. So I have two, two different picks that I could go with. I think I am going to go with one that I found, I, little Johnny Depp. The guy okay. uh, has, I feel for him. He's, I hear he's bankrupt now. I hear he's, yes. things have just come well, off the rails. But you've heard about the twist in that now, no, right? No, I know no twist. The whole divorce, the divorce proceedings and everything, because there was the, the accusations against him and she's getting all this money. Well, now there's court documents that have said, oh, no, no, she was the one abusing him. <gasps> oh, you know what? I've never been more delighted to say that's a relief. <laughs> Uh, I, but but more little power Johnny to Depp. Him, that he he yeah. can pull things that he can pull things out because I'll tell you I controversial hot take I like Johnny Depp. What's not to love about I Johnny know, Depp? Man, he's just talk about is a it guy his scissor hands been around. So is it his scissor hands? That, it is, is it his, his scissor hands. I was just going to okay. make a joke before the whole that he was abused thing. It was going to say he should have banked some of that scissor hands money, that sweet <laughs> sweet scissor hands money, but he cut it all up. Uh, it, it, that that movie, I just I remember my experience of seeing that movie in the theater, and it was I think it was the first yeah. sort of Romeo Juliet love story or or Beauty and the Beast kind of love story that I saw in the theater as a kid. That was a new property to me. Uh, oh and, yeah, and it it made an impact. Uh, no kidding, it was uh, it was great, and he has consistently been in you know with the exception of oh. Fantastic Beasts, which eh, kind of let it go, yeah. let it go, Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, uh, right. With the exception of that, I, I just everything that he does, I find some way to to get into it. I don't want to talk about Mordecai, but uh, I will no. talk about Tusk. Uh, you know, so I'll even talk about Transcendence. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. There is, I, okay, right. I don't want to talk about Lone Ranger. Okay, so there are <laughs> things that he does that I really like. <laughs> right. <Sure. laughs> Let me back this up. 
I like most of what he does. And there are also some bad choices. So there you go. Oh, yeah. No, I, and I also saw Edward Scissorhands in the theater, and, and my reaction was, good Lord, who's been feeding Anthony Michael Hall steroids? <laughs> what happened to him? That was dramatic. <laughs> yes. Because I was like, I just saw him in the Breakfast Club a couple years yeah. ago. What, what? What's going on? Yeah. And then <laughs> then he went and, and did the next time I saw him in, in something big, it was the Dead Zone on TV, and he had a cane. Oh, yes. And I was like, oh, yes. no, he no. took too much growth serum. <laughs> That's what happened. All his joints <laughs> yes. popped. Uh, so that's my list. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. I'm going to wrap yeah. it up with. I can't believe you got a double steal and Andy isn't even here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, gruesome. Good list. You feel good? Yeah. What are we going to do? I feel good. I, what are we going to do next week? It, do we have any ideas? I, I, Andy's not do, here to keep us on the rails. I, what are you supposed to be talking about? What's, what's the show next week? Well, we, I believe. Are you done with your John the. Is, is the that the, the Yeah, we're done with the Jolica the, films. Jo- and, and so we are starting up a new series, the films of Agnieszka oh. Holland. Uh, and we're starting with our first, because oh. we were doing three films from Agnieszka Holland, the right. director. She's amazing. And, and we're starting with two back to back Holocaust movies. Have you seen Europa oh. Europa? Maybe long time ago in the '90s when it came out. Okay, so I'm trying to remember. This one is okay. uh, Shalomon Peril is a um, he's a young man and he is a Jew living in um, in a Polish village and the Nazis right. rise of the Nazis and he right. then he runs he goes on the run and it's a it's a Pilgrim's Progress story right it's a journey as he pretends to be you know different sort of nationalities and races to get home again. And he spends a lot of his time as a Nazi youth, like four or five years in uniform as a Nazi uh, because he's found without papers, but he has a striking jaw and and he's able to fool them. And he becomes a Russian interpreter because he speaks Russian for the Nazis. And so we go to war with him uh, and we get the whole experience until he's and and it is... um, it's one of those that I I find it, in terms of Holocaust movies, I characterize this probably mistakenly as an easy <laughs> Holocaust movie to to kind of fall in love with. Uh, it, it, okay. it's, it is there is some hard stuff to watch in it. Uh, certainly some difficult imagery. Certainly the whole concept is terrible. But uh, yes. but our protagonist in this movie is great. His journey is, I think, really uh, ends up being being quite interesting to watch. Um, so with that in mind, I mean, we could do Pilgrim's Progress stories, right? We could do stories sure. of those oh, yeah. kinds of transformational journeys. Um, yes, definitely. Okay. And <laughs> then <what>? IMDb <laughs> will not help because it's a bunch of perverts running the IMDb plot keywords uh. because we've got circumcision, pubic hair, male nudity. Like what? Really? Bare-chested men? It's, you know, barefoot men. Well, here's the male thing, pubic Steve, hair. I'm going to tell you. Hunchbacks. Hunchbacks. Fainting <laughs> at the sight of blood. Hiding in a barrel. Hiding in a barrel. Where we go, Andy would hate us if we did great barrel hiding movies. <laughs> movies in which the protagonist hides in the barrel. Are you kidding, <laughs> Steve? That's got to be our gift from this episode. Can we pick that? Sure, movies. Oh, we can pick that. That's one of the three. <laughs> yes, protagonist hides in barrel. That is a yeah. we're a lock for that one. Oh, okay. You talk about the male pubic hair and genitalia. Most of this movie is 
like without male genitalia, this movie doesn't exist, right? right? Because the whole thing is he's trying to hide <laughs> his penis, yes. so they can't right. see that he's circumcised. And so right. uh, this this movie has a central protagonist penis. I don't think that should be our pick, but it's important no. to note if you have trouble with such things, this isn't your movie. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. Oh, oh. Um, all right. Yeah, we don't want to, so we've got, okay, because I'm, I'm just, we've done like World War II, we've done Nazis, mm-hmm. and, and, like there's there's more to this yes. than that. Yeah. And that's that's the, the thing. And there is, I, you um, know, there's, um, we've also, I think, done Mistaken Identity. Um, yeah. So, but yeah. this is based on a true story? Yes, Survivor Story. Right? Survivor that Story. That could be another one. Yeah, survivor okay. story, right? Just a, the, this is a story yeah. that's told by the survivor of some right. major world atrocity. Yeah, sure. We want to use the word atrocity in our picks. No, we just survivor of a major world event. True story as told by survivor of major who made it through, world who event. survived a major world event by hiding in the barrel. In the barrel. <laughs> And also was a pilgrim. This is going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's our list. Okay. That's our list. Yeah. Options for next week. We'll get those into the Show Talk channel. Check them out. And uh, that will be what we talk about next week. Yeah. You know how to do that, right? Nope. Not that's a That's an Andy thing. That's like hard hardline coding yeah. now yeah. to get these things in there the way he's doing yeah. it. Oh, so. he's got. It's straight up command line. Bash. Yeah. <laughs> It's cobalt. That's the way we roll. He does the whole thing it's in cobalt. cobalt. <laughs> falling apart because everybody who knew oh. cobalt is dying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh. Hey, good talking to you, man. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, you know the, the people that are listening should do stuff. Yeah. What do you think they should do? They, they should, should probably, I, one, I, they should go over to the nextreel.com uh, slash uh, Patreon or Patreon.com slash the next reel. And that's a way you can you can help us out in this time of our own Pilgrim's Progress. Uh, you can support the show. You can support what we do, all of the shows that we do here at the next reel. Um, support hosting, support delivering these podcast audio files to your ears, no matter where you are in the world. Uh, and you can do that for a couple bucks a month. One of the nice things you get out of this is many of our shows we uh, live stream on uh, to our members. You can see them, hear them a week early uh, before the shows go live to the masses. Uh, and again, a couple bucks a month. It's, it's, it's I just want to yeah. say, make smart decisions with your finances. But if that includes yeah. us, we will take it. Yes, we will. What a, you know what else? What we'll else do you think we should? We'll take. take we'll, we'll take. A, we'll take a little bit more of that because, you know, there's not nothing more fun than you know, putting on a fun new T-shirt that says the next real mm-hmm. podcast on it, and then hiding in a barrel and <laughs> jumping out at somebody, <laughs> saying, "Watch these movies." Hey, you know what you but can the, do? You can hide in a barrel, jump out, and say, "I'm patient zero. Uh, there is yes, nothing that screams you understand the perilous <laughs> world we live in, like wearing your "I am patient zero T-shirt." Uh, so uh, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for uh, your yes. support and for hanging out and for wearing the merch. I've actually seen an increase in the number of people who have gone to support us by wearing the merch and buying the merch over the last month. It's been really lovely yeah. and exciting, and we're deeply grateful uh, that you that you all are out there doing that. So thank you, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Ando. 
I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.